Hello, folks, and welcome back to Winsocket Blackstone's Baseball here on WOPS. We are scoreless heading into bottom of the first inning here in Yonkers, New York, where the fourth-place Blackstones are taking on their division rivals, the Yonkers Unionizers, who are currently bringing up the rear in the Eastern League East. We apologize to anyone who was trying to listen at first pitch. Our producers back in Providence didn't realize that the playoff basketball game they were listening to was also playing over the airwaves. Don't worry, though, you didn't miss much as Marky Bartoli sent the Blackstones down in order. You mean nobody heard any of that? Well, we were laying down gold, Danny. I'm Dan Santarillo, and that's the voice of your one-socket Blackstones, Boom Donaldson. I could have been grabbing a little ice cream helmet the whole time. You are eating an ice cream helmet right now. Yeah, as if anyone's ever stopped at just one ice cream helmet, Dan. Now, let's take a look at the starting lineup for the home team. Excellent idea, Dan. You are a dear, dear friend of mine. The leading off for the Yonkers Unionizers is Grog, the second baseman who legend has it was raised by wolves. Then the experienced center fielder Leon Walker, third baseman Kevin Hernandez bats third, Jamie McCoy hitting in the cleanup spot, and playing first, right fielder Christian Garcia. Catcher Jesus Ortega bats sixth. Seventh will be Russian oligarch Vladislav Golovin, who is the DH, and rounding out the order is comedian Jerry Seinfeld. A bit of an unconventional lineup that manager David Preston is putting out there, Boom, with perhaps the most peculiar part being the lack of a shortstop. Yes, Dan, Yonkers has spent so much money on players like Kevin Hernandez and Jerry Seinfeld that they truly cannot afford a ninth position player and are forced to surrender an automatic out each time through the batting order. Towing the rubber for the Blackstones is the young knuckleballer, Bill Williams. Williams is 1-1 uh, one one with an ERA of 5, which is pretty accurate since he has given up 5 runs in each of his starts, all 3 of which were complete games. Williams really has a rubber arm, which might be helpful if the Blackstones find themselves in the playoffs. Yeah, very true, very true, Dan. If Donnie Valentine ever needs the other team to score exactly five runs, Bill is his guy. Grog steps up to the plate here in the bottom of the first, and Williams delivers a strike that dances over the inside corner of the plate. Grog is off to a baffling start to his major league career. It's true, Dan. He won the batting title his rookie year, refused to swing the bat in his second year in the league, and then went missing for eight months last year. Nobody knew where he was until he showed up for training this spring, and David Preston plugged him right back into the lineup. That pitch is slashed foul down the third base line, one and one. Very unconventional swing out of Grog. He squats down before the pitch is thrown, then jumps at the ball and slashes downward with the bat. I I've never seen anything like it. Grog, with no career home runs, gets most of his hits on high bounces over the infielder's heads. The pitch called strike two. Well, there isn't much to like about this Yonkers team, but this guy has one hell of a snarl. Gotta respect when a player puts on his game face. Good point, Boom, though I do believe that's his all-the-time face. And he packs a hell of a lot of chewing tobacco, too, and, and I don't think I've ever seen him spit any of it out. The one-two pitch... Grog swings and misses and goes sprinting back to the dugout, bat in hand. Well, who can we trade for that guy? Well, let's give him Dirk Chunkley. Chunkley not in the lineup tonight for the Blackstones with recent free agent pickup Ryan Ryans in there at second base. Chunkley's been given many days off recently due to not being very good at baseball. He hasn't actually made an out yet this year, singling just about every time at the plate, but that kid just isn't much of a player, Dan. None of the scouts consider him a prospect, so this appears to be a fluke start to his career. The rest of Woonsocket's lineup is pretty standard for tonight's game, with Sam Sklar doing the catching, Zelio Tabazzini at first, up-and-coming prospect Dirk Jeter playing shortstop, and third baseman Nathan Duquette, who is just back from the disabled list. Left to right in the outfield are Rolando Reyes, Stanley Thomas III, and Chuck Ford. 
Can't forget the designated hitter, Dan, the Irish Goliath himself, the booming human, Timmy Carroll! Carroll off to an interesting start to the year. His last 10 hits have all been home runs, primarily because he has not been running on balls that do not leave the yard. All or nothing, baby! Coming up to the plate is the veteran center fielder, Leon Walker. Leon is a native New Yorker and the last remaining player from the Unionizers' golden era back in the 90s, when they won four championships in five years. Yeah, he's a favorite here in Yonkers. Uh, you know, he's, a, he's a nice guy. What was that, Boom? He's a, he's a good person, Dan. What the hell else do you want me to say? Jesus, you know I don't like saying nice things about these guys. Why do you gotta make me talk about it over the airwaves? That's that's right, Boom. You were still playing back in the heyday of this rivalry. Greatest rivalry in the history of sports, Dan. We used to have extra bats in the dugouts when we played the unis. Half the bats were for batting, and the other half, well, they were for bludgeoning. Still there, Dan. True loathing still bubbles beneath the surface of these teams. You just watch. Williams from the windup. Here's the pitch. Swung on and blooped into center field for a base hit. However much of a draw this rivalry once was, though, those emotions have subsided somewhat over the years, as this crowd is not nearly at capacity. Uh-oh, here he comes. Coming up to bat is one of the most polarizing players in the game today. The highest paid player in the professional league of baseball, Kevin Hernandez. I've said it all along, Dan. K. Hearn should have been kicked out of the league years ago. Hernandez has been a controversial figure ever since it came out that he's been using baby elephant's blood to bolster his hitting. First pitch is foul to the backstop, strike one. Now, I know the science can't prove anything, but you look at these guys before and after they use the elephant's blood, and you can tell they are so much stronger. Hell, his teammates from the 90s have admitted that they used to rub the stuff on each other's butts in the clubhouse. Would that do anything? It's just weird, Dan. Erase his stats, that's what I say. Erase them! Bill Williams sets and deals. Swing in a sharp line drive into left field. Reyes runs over to cut it off, spins and fires it off the left field wall. The ball ricochets back to Duquette at third base and the runners hold at first and second. What a bizarre decision from the young Cuban player. Now see, this is what I'm talking about. His head just isn't in the game. That took incredible arm strength to throw the ball so hard off the outfield wall that it would bounce the 200 feet back to the third baseman in such a short amount of time. You know. He really had to have practiced that boom. Rolando Reyes continues to baffle the baseball world. If I manager Donnie Valentine, I replace him in the field right now. Valentine appears uh, unfazed by the play, scowling in the dugout and harassing the bat boy as he usually does when the cameras are not on him. Stepping up to the plate now with two runners on and one out is first baseman Jamie McCoy. McCoy had a lot of success with the Sacramento sportsman, but since signing that big contract here in Yonkers, his numbers have been pretty disappointing. The pitch, swung on and grounded to second base. This could be two. Chunkley to Jeter. Oh, ouch! And Jeter is taken out by a hard slide from Kevin Hernandez. Cahern with an absolutely brutal slide takes Dirk Jeter's legs right out from under him and sends the young shortstop crashing to the ground. Oh, he looks really hurt. Dirty play, ump. Hernandez, who was ruled out on the play, raised his spikes and, oh yeah, appeared to get Jeter right in the groin area, which sent him face first into the ground. Oof, that did not look good. Cheater still writhing in pain out there. Nathan Duquette appears to be feeling some sympathy pain as he winces and rubs his neck. Hurts to look at, appears to be what he is saying. Donnie Valentine and the trainers are jogging out to the infield to check out their prized young prospect. I hate to see a good player like Dirk on the ground while Cahern smiles in the dugout. He went right for the groin like an eager dog. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good one. 
Dan, what are you, uh, what are you, what are you doing over there? What? Uh, well, Boom, you may not have noticed, but uh, our producers do give notes about the work we do here in the booth, and recently they've been suggesting that I uh, cultivate a bit more of a snappier vibe, give the young listeners something to really rally behind. Well, Dan, you you are boring. Thanks for the help, Boom, but you know this sort of thing doesn't come as easily to all of us. They didn't exactly have catchphrases, class at Brown. Well, you're not going to get better by writing things down. You can't plan that sort of stuff, Dan. What I usually do is try to describe what I am seeing and feeling, and since the right words don't usually come to mind, I just make whatever sound I think of. Like, uh, right now, they're helping Dirk Jeter limp off the field, so I would say, uh, Babalooey, that's an injury! Uh, Babalooey, because, uh, that's a noise I can make, and, uh, that's an injury because, uh, uh well, that's an injury. Uh, why'd you stop writing that down, Dan? I was giving you gold there, Dan. It's not so much the descriptions I'm struggling with, it's the, the one-liners. Like, how, how'd you think up that, that thing about the eager dogs? Oh, well, uh, right before I said it, I was, uh, thinking about dogs. Okay. I think I'll just try some new things and see where they get me. Dirk Chunkley coming in to replace Cheater defensively. Oof, talk about a downgrade. Christian Garcia waddling up to the plate now. The stocky right fielder sports a large diamond-encrusted cross around his neck. Garcia has a history of getting under the skin of Blackstone's pitchers. Oh yeah, those guys don't like that guy. Runners on the corners. Two out here in the bottom of the first. Here's the pitch. Swung on and lined into the gap in right center field. Walker will score. Jamie McCoy headed to third. Stanley Thomas to third. Finally tracks it down by the wall. They are waving McCoy home. Throw to the plate. Not in time. And the Unionizers take an early 2-0 lead on Christian Garcia's two-out double. Might as well pack it up and go home now, boys. This team is terrible at playing from behind. The Blackstones have struggled all year early in the game with their record at 16-24. and 24. All 24 of their losses have come when the other team has scored first. But it looks like the Blackstones will catch a break here since the Unis have their non-existent shortstop batting sixth for some reason. They'll get a free out here to end the inning. We'll take a break, so please enjoy these commercials brought to you by Amica Insurance. Amica, don't look it up, but we were the ones who did the hump day ads. Hey there, baseball fans. Are you looking to have a home run day out with your family this weekend? Well, strike on out to Big Larry's Roller Coaster World. Located in the non-government recognized area between the borders of Central Falls and Pawtucket. 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 Central Falls and Pawtucket. This amusement park is a fastball and good time. We have all the things you'll find at your favorite parks. Roller coasters, asphalt, trash cans, and family bathrooms. Talk about a sack fly. Hey, I'll tell you what, because I'm feeling extra double play today, show up at the park and say, Happy baseball! Hit the ball! Batting average on balls in play and you'll get free cotton and candy! That's some serious VORP! So whip your kid, whip your kids over to Big Larry's Roller Coaster Place this Saturday or there will be war! Don't hit it ground out, hit it home run with Big Larry! Whip your kids! Welcome back to Winsocket Blackstones Baseball here on WOPS, where here in Yonkers, New York, the Blackstones trail 2-0 heading into the top of the sixth with their only hit so far, a single off the bat of Dirk Chunkley, who came in earlier to replace the injured Jeter. Nathan Duquette steps into the box here against Marky Bartoli, who has already struck out five. Dookie's done a great job of staying healthy this year, Dan, only missing 15 of the first 40 games due to injury. Bartoli delivers a called strike. Duquette is a tall, slim righty with short blonde hair. A bit lankier than most third basemen you'd see today. 
Dookie swings at the second pitch and sends a grounder to third. Hernandez scoops, fires, gets the runner at first, one away. Tim Carroll hearing it from the Yonkers fans here as he comes up to bat. Oh, what's he doing here, Boom? Carroll has grabbed an extra batting helmet out of the dugout and is handing it to a concessions worker in the front row. What's that about, Boom? Well, just another act of kindness from an incredible man. But Timmy's had a tendency to be a little demanding of the concessions workers at ballparks around the country, particularly back home in Woonsocket, and this seems to be a gesture of goodwill, making peace around the league. You gotta respect this guy. Certainly an interesting thing to do, especially in enemy territory. Carroll steps into the box. Here's the pitch. Big swing and a miss on that one. Hey, uh, hey, is it Chicago in here? Because that swing made it windy. I'm glad you're trying, Dan. I'll work on it. Carroll struck out in his first at bat. Here's the pitch. Popped up high fly ball to shallow left field. Jerry Seinfeld is vehemently shaking his head, saying no, 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 no. Cahern races out, calls off Seinfeld, and makes the catch. Two down. Now, why is that guy even out there? Many people have asked the same question, Boom. Most see it as a desperate attempt to reconnect with the people of New York. After blowing so much money on massive contracts, the unionizers tried to get some back by essentially renting out a roster spot to Vladislav Golovin, the Russian oligarch who pays them for the novelty of getting to play on a professional baseball team. These moves really alienated so many fans that Yonkers is trying to win them back by associating themselves with a New York institution. Rolando Reyes steps up to the plate here with two down. It just seems like Seinfeld's doing more harm than good these days. I have to agree, Boom, because while Seinfeld has had some rather humorous observations about the minutiae of baseball life, he is truly an unathletic person with no baseball skills whatsoever. Well, hey, I loved his extended comments about baseball being the only sport where you get to eat snacks while you play, but there's a limit to how useful a clubhouse player can be. Here's the pitch to Reyes. And he almost hits him. That pitch from Marky Batoli was up and in by Reyes' chin as he had to duck out of the way or else that would have caught him right in the face. <laughs> He's fired up now, Dan. Reyes is really giving Bartoli an earful as the catcher, Jesus Ortega, steps between him and the mound trying to make peace. Well, this kid's got hot tomato soup running through his veins right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That uh, that pitch had him on edge like... Uh, like a precariously placed vase. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's a vase that's looking to kick some ace. Uh, a vase that contains a Venus flytrap, a notoriously carnivorous piece of vegetation. Dan, you, you gotta know when to stop. I can only cover for you so many times. Okay, okay, you're right. Just settle. Looks as though things have settled down here as Rolando Reyes steps back into the box. The Blackstone's left fielder leads the team with a 306 average. The pitch, Reyes swings and grounds it to the first baseman, McCoy, who scoops it up and steps on the bag for out number three. We're headed into the bottom of the sixth with the Blackstones trailing 2-0 to zero on WOPS. The Blackstones... Wait, 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 hang on, Dad. Have a yes. look at this. Look at Timmy C. right now. Tim Carroll has made his way out of the dugout and is yelling at the Yonkers pitcher, Marky Bartoli, as he makes his way off the field. He turns now and walks toward the stands where the concessions worker from earlier is waiting for him with an entire batting helmet filled with ice cream. Tim Carroll has gotten a unionizer stadium employee to fill a regulation batting helmet with soft serve ice cream here in the sixth inning of a professional baseball game. He went with the swirl too, a man after my own heart, Dan. Atta boy, Timmy! Tim now pats his pockets looking for his wallet, which he does not appear to have in his baseball pants. Shrugs and takes the helmet without pain. He's once again hearing it from the crowd as the concessions worker appears to be just at a loss for words. No time to find an ATM, that puppy's gonna melt. 
Well, since we no longer have time to go to commercial, let's pause for station identification here on WOPS, the Blackstones Radio Network. You're listening to One Socket Black... I'm still trapped in this room. I do not know who my captors are. There are four gray walls. The room is entirely empty, save for a single incandescent light bulb hanging from the ceiling. Uh, there's a mysterious box in the center of the room and a, a long piece of string coming out of a hole in the ground. Stones Radio Network. Welcome back to Yonkers, where Bill Williams retired Jerry Seinfeld on three straight pitches to open up the bottom of the sixth. Now, that's one down for Russian oligarch Vladislav Golovin, who has yet to record a hit in his short professional league of baseball career. He takes a strike right down the middle, steps out of the box, and makes a leisurely practice swing. Really more of a delicate side-to-side movement of the bat than a swing. Well, they asked what made him want to play baseball. Uh, Vatsalov... Vladislav? Uh, right, Vatsalov said he thought uh, it was so silly, the way only Americans cared about whacking that little ball around, and that he wanted to see why we made such a fuss. Well, I've got a message for you, Valdi. We don't want you here! Baseball isn't silly. It's the greatest game there is. Now why don't you go back home? What do they play there? Let me guess. Soccer? It's, it's okay, Boom. Your intense dislike of soccer has already been well done. It's not a dislike, Dan. It's that I know it's a stupid game for children and girls and where nothing happens. They run back and forth forever. Maybe score once, the clock counts the wrong way, and they can't use their arms. Well, those are two of the four best limbs for sports activities. Drink some water, Boom. You're sweating. Oh, come on, strike him out, will you, Billy? Vladislav swings and grounds it back to the pitcher. Golovin lopes down the first baseline, taking unnecessarily big strides as Williams gathers the ball and throws him out. Vladislav laughs giddily and applauds Williams' play as he heads back to the dugout, stopping along the way to shake the first baseman, Zelio Tapazini's hand, and give a thumbs up to the home crowd, who are booing him off the field. Two down. Well, if you're looking for great pizza, there's no better place in town than Cecilia's Pizza on Atwell's Avenue in Providence. Try their stuffed veal-wrapped bacon pizza for an authentic Italian experience. Just tell them Boom sent ya. Boom? Oh, well, I, I should probably read one of these ads while we have a second. Uh, let's see. Uh, for the best pizza in town, head to Little Caesars for their new $5 pizza deal. Little Caesars. Pizza, uh... Pizza. Two outs in the sixth as Grog sprints to the batter's box. He's hopping around in there, eager for the first pitch, which he slashes down the first baseline. Tabazzini plays the high hop behind the bag. Grog, who has good speed, is barking ferociously as he races to the bag, and he'll get there! Safe at first as Zelio Tabazzini backed away at the last second, visibly scared of Grog's feral behavior. He's a playmaker, that's for sure. Get on base any way you can, that's what I say. Manager Donnie Valentine is screaming from the dugout to hold the runner on at first, but Zelio Tabazzini is refusing. Tabazzini playing closer to second base than first, while Grog takes a substantial lead, growling all the while. Leon Walker up to bat. The veteran center fielder is ready, and Williams delivers a high fastball inside as Walker has to back out of the way of that one. Trying to get a little payback, nothing wrong with that. That was the first fastball Williams has thrown all game, so it would appear as though it was to send a message. Walker shakes his head and steps back into the box. The pitch, and he drills him right in the back, and Walker is not happy. And he charges the mound. Walker charges at Bill Williams. Williams flings off his glove and takes a big swing, just missing Walker. The two are grabbing at each other now as the bench is clear. No! Only the Blackstone's bench is clearing. No Yonkers players are getting involved. Oh, what are they doing, cowards? This is getting ugly fast. The entire Winsocket Blackstone's roster is by the mound, beating up Leon Walker while his teammates sit by in the dugout. The Unionizers players are averting their gaze, many are kicking the dirt by their feet, 
but none of them are coming to the aid of their teammate. Even Donnie's getting in on the action. Chuck Ford is now holding back Leon Walker's arms while manager Donnie Valentine delivers punches into Walker's abdomen. You don't usually see managers getting involved in scrums like this. Well, just goes to show how much he supports his players, Dan. The umpires are trying to pry the Blackstone's players off of Walker. The crowd here is booing the home team, some throwing trash onto the field. This, this is really one of the sadder moments I've seen on the baseball diamond. A true symbol of just how dejected this once great franchise has become. It's a beautiful sight. Things are finally starting to settle down here. Walker's really bloodied, the left side of his face already significantly swollen, and he sure is mad. Barking at both the Blackstones and his own teammates as he makes his way to the clubhouse. Oh, he just threw the Gatorade bucket to the floor on his way to the tunnel, and even the dugout attendant isn't bothering to clean it up. He is just sitting there, mop in hand, while the red beverage soaks through the equipment surrounding it. It is ugly here in Yonkers. You know, I don't even know why fans show up to this stadium anymore. This place is like my grandpapa's old plantation. It used to be a rich place you were proud of, but now people think of it as a relic you should be ashamed of. I'm with you on some of that, Boom. A lot of fans have been migrating across the river for their baseball these days, as the Western League team, the Jersey City Municipalities, just built a beautiful new stadium. I'm happy they built a stadium right in Jersey City. Those people already have to commute enough. Glad they get a chance to at least see some baseball near their apartments. Everything seems to have settled on the field as the players take their positions. Somehow, only the pitcher Bill Williams and the hitter Leon Walker were ejected on that play, though I'm sure suspensions will be handed down once the league gets a chance to look at that footage. No, they settled it just fine on the field. Robin Bard into pitch for the Blackstones. Bard has a nasty fastball, but has struggled with his command, posting an 11-20 to strikeout-to-walk ratio. Well, that's not great, since you usually like to see pitchers strike out more than they walk, but at the same time, I'd like to see him throw it fast. It is a transcendent experience to watch him let that thing fly. Without anyone on the bench, according to official league rules, the Unionizers have put a ghost runner on first. Grog at second, ghost runner on first. Kevin Hernandez at the dish. Here's the pitch. Swing, and that's gone. Grooved him a fastball, and it left the park in a hurry. A three-run shot puts the Unis on top five to nothing. You sort of hope that when you put a beat down on a member of the other team, some of that momentum will carry over at least into the next batter. You know, seeing a cheater like Cahern Prosper on the baseball field certainly does make you question whether morality has any place at all in modern society. Well, very true, Dan. If everyone is cheating to get a leg up, do those playing by the rules get left behind? Mm -hmm. Does it pay to be good? And what do good and bad really mean? Questions you have to ask yourself every time you step into that batter's box, or out onto the streets of America in 2015. Jamie McCoy at the plate now. Bard fires. McCoy pops it up. Catcher Sklar has it and makes the grab to end the inning. Damage done, though, as the Unis scored three more at the end of the sixth. The Blackstones trail five to nothing. Are you the type of guy who thinks a man's worth is measured by the tools he has in his garage? Are you the kind of man who doesn't let anybody else run the grill no matter whose house it is? Do you keep grilling that meat even after your wife has asked you to stop? Most of the guests have already gone and the kids are crying. If so, then the new Chevy Apocalypse is right for you. This four-door pickup can tow up to six really big rocks and must always be hooked up to a constant flow of gasoline. Head over to your local Chevy dealer now for zero APR financing, four ARP financing, and one PAR landing. Chevy Apocalypse, the truck that makes you feel like you're drinking a beer. Please don't drink and drive.
Headed into the top of the ninth here in Yonkers, New York, with the Blackstones trailing 5 to nothing, And we have on the headset the Blackstones manager, Donnie Valentine, talking to us from the dugout for the first time this season. How are you, Donnie? Hey, Dan. How's it going, bud? All right here in the booth, though that scoreboard doesn't look so great. Yeah, you know, these guys work their tails off, try their best out there every day. Some days are just higher than others. Chuck Ford sends a leadoff single up the middle. Sam's Clark coming up to bat. Hey, Donnie, uh, Boom here. First of all, great job so far this season. I know we're pretty far under 500, but the team looks good out there, and I, I think you deserve a ton of credit. Hey, thanks, pal. I really appreciate it. But I, I gotta say, you two in the booth are the ones that deserve all the credit. Some nights I, I go home and I just re-listen to the games, even if we lost, because I like to hear your voices. Oh, get out of here. You're the one busting your butt down there every day, paying attention to the nuances of the game to make sure you get the best out of every one of these players. Hey, baseball's the easy part. It's just talking about baseball that's hard, and this, that's what you guys do every day. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> Me shut up, you shut up. Sklar takes ball four. Well, it was great talking to you, buddy. Hey, you too, Boom. Uh, hang on, Don. We haven't actually asked you uh, any questions yet. Oh, really? I feel like we did a whole thing. All right. What else were you wondering about, Dan? Well, earlier tonight during that fight as Ryan Ryan singles into left field below the bases, I, I noticed you got involved and threw a few punches. What had you so angry down there? I wouldn't say angry, Dan. Sometimes you just have to get you guys fired up. This There's a time to make the guys run suicide. There's a time to take the team out for ice cream. And tonight we were just having a little fun with the guys out there. Do you think you and some of your players might face a suspension after tonight? I'll tell you what, Dan. I got nothing but respect for the league. I, I love this league. It's... It's the best league in the world, and the commissioner, that's, that's a great guy. He's got a beautiful wife, Karen. I, I think he'll do what he thinks is right, and I think what he does is it'll be right. And he'll just, he'll do what's right, and I gotta tell you, I got nothing but respect for the league. Stanley Thomas III draws a walk, which will score the Blackstone's first run. And uh, one last question here, Donnie. After a rough start to the season, do you foresee any roster changes or front office moves to try to gain some ground in the division? You know, I, I think the GM will do what's right. Alan's a great guy. A lot, a lot of respect. His wife, Reba, is truly gorgeous. He's got, he's got two adorable white children. His, his mother's an absolute smoke show, and I think he'll, he'll make the right decision. But at the same time, I gotta say, I love the guys we got down here in the dugout. It's a fun group of guys. A lot of respect for these guys. They like to have fun. We're having a good time. They're the best kids, Dan. Some of the best guys on the planet. I, I love them. Thanks for your time, Donnie. Love you, buddy. Yeah, I love you too, Boom. Hey, Rolando! You get your Cuban pubes in the on-deck circle before I send you back to Mexico! Well, the Blackstones have scored a run and still have the bases loaded with nobody out here in the ninth. Might be able to make a game of this, Boom. Oh, we got this thing in the bag. Nathan Duquette to the dish, 0 for 3 on the day, with the pitcher Punt Duderu having issued two walks in the inning you'd expect Dukey to be taking here. First pitch, swung on and lined down the first baseline. He wasn't taken. The ball gets past the diving McCoy. Sklar scores. The ball bounces around the corner. Ryan scores. Garcia gets it into the cutoff man, and we have a two-run game here in the ninth. Well, that's the kind of mindset I like to see at the plate. I always say it. You can't hit a double if you take a walk. And now the go-ahead run is stepping up to the plate in the corpulent form of Tim Carroll. Stamp his boarding pass up. That ball has a first-class ticket to the right Field bleachers! Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Boom, you gotta, you gotta feed me those or this warm me it's coming. Hey, keep, keep cool, Dan. Plenty of time left, my boy. Just keep your head in the game. Right, right. Carol takes the first pitch. It's a ball in the dirt. You can feel the energy being sucked out of this ballpark. The unionizers still lead by two, but you just can't tell from the look on those fans' faces. <sighs> Soak it in. 
This is why you do it, Dan. Year in and year out, you keep coming out to the ballpark for those days when you get to see the dejected look on the faces of New Yorkers. God, I love this job. Deuteroo looks into his catcher, Ortega, for the sign. He has it. He comes to the set. Here's the pitch. Swung on and hit on the ground through the hole on the left side where the shortstop should be. One run scores. Jerry Seinfeld chases down the ball. He kicks it away. Duquette scores. This game is tied. Seinfeld picks up the ball. Carroll is halfway to second. Keep chugging, Timmy. Seinfeld stops his windup to inspect the ball. He points at it, apparently commenting on the absurdity of placing so much significance on a little ball. Carroll is rounding second. Seinfeld asks, who stitches these things together anyway? Is there a grandma baseball somewhere? Carroll's at third. They're waving him home. Seinfeld taps on the ball as if to ask, is this thing on? Carroll stops to catch his breath. Kahern takes the ball from Seinfeld and throws it into the cutoff man. Carroll breaks for home, looking like a dying French bulldog. The play at the plate! Safe! He got in under the tag! The Blackstones have come all the way back to take the lead in the ninth! It is craziness here at Unionizer Stadium! Now's your chance! Bring us home, Danny boy! It is bonkers here in the greater New York metropolitan area! Are you serious, Dan? I, I blew it, didn't I? Yeah, you blew it. Damn. Well, just give me a sec to catch my breath here. The, the umpires are, oh, they're calling out the managers now. They're probably discussing the bottom of the ninth since Leon Walker was ejected. Yeah, and the ghost batter is an automatic out. The empty shortstop slot is an out. Jerry Seinfeld is a lost cause. And Vladislav Golovin seems to have changed into a suit and is now shaking hands with the businessmen in the front row by the dugout. I doubt he'll be coming up to bat. So, yeah, it looks like the unionizers can't possibly come back. Yes, and they're calling it. They're calling the game here in the top of the ninth, and the Blackstones have won it. Their first come-from-behind victory of the year, and it comes on the road against their biggest rivals. That's the kind of win this team needed. Well, that's right, Dan, and the boomer of the game award goes to... You guessed it, Tim Carroll, for proving once again that he is the single greatest athlete and man to have ever walked the earth. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the post-game show, which may or may not be the sounds of two men in a studio listening to a West Coast basketball game. For Boom Donaldson, I'm Dan Santarillo, and this has been Blackstone's Baseball here on WOPS. This episode of Blackstone's Radio was written and edited by Martin Nolan, performed by Matt Stofsky as Boom Donaldson, Martin Nolan as Dan Santarillo, Zach Cohn as Donnie Valentine, Matt Laud as the voice of the Chevy Apocalypse, and Clay Grable as the station identifier. Produced by Martin Nolan and Dana Pellerin. Music and sound equipment courtesy of Kevin Flynn. Graphic design help from Rose Milgram. Special thanks to Jack Nolan, Pokey Reese, Tim Carroll, Nathan Duquette, Sam Sklar, and baseball. Chevy Apocalypse. You won't need truck nuts.